Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Georgie Korish-Cole and welcome to this week's In Conversation With podcast. Please take into consideration that we are recording this podcast remotely, so if the sound isn't quite up to scratch, then please forgive us. Today I'm joined by Georgia Toffolo, TV personality, influencer, author, I mean so many strings to your bow. Hello Toff. How lovely to be chatting to you this morning. Georgie, I've been looking forward to it all week. You are my social calendar. You are literally it. It's, <laughs> God, it's so exciting. <laughs> oh, well, I'm thrilled to hear that. How are you? Yeah, I'm actually okay. I don't think I've found a routine. I'm not really getting in the swing of it. But, you know, we're happy, healthy. Everything's all right. <laughs> How are you coping? What are your days looking like? Well, the thing is, so my routine went out the window about two, three weeks before this whole lockdown thing. So I went and got a puppy. This wasn't a corona puppy. This was planned. Yeah, this was happening anyway. Um, but I didn't know when I was going to get my puppy. And I just thought, you know what, there is no time like now. And everything was just a bit uncertain. I never anticipated that I would be locked in the house with him 24-7 for the past couple of months. I obviously put so many pictures of Monty up on Instagram and I got him from this breeder, but he's not Kennel Club just because I made the decision that King Charles Cavaliers can be really crazy bred. Anyway, so I got him from this random breeder. So for people listening, Kennel Club basically means it's an approved breeder, right? Yes, exactly. So um, I have been putting all these pictures up of Monty, everyone's loving him and this lady messaged me and she was like, are you sure your dog is a King Charles Cavalier? And I was like, well, yeah, I think so. And she sent me pictures of her dog. I actually think that Monty isn't a King Charles Cavalier. I think he's got a bit of that in him. But I think he's more Spaniel, like Cocker Spaniel. So I think Monty's life has been a bit of a lie for the past two months. So I'm going to investigate further. But the poor dog, I don't know what he is. But I love him so much. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) I don't think he looks very Cocker, though. It's weird. I just can't figure it out. I don't know. Even the vet's like... I'm not quite sure, but I think we'll know when he's a tiny bit older. Anyway, he's yeah. freaking cute, whatever he yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, oh what a best. dream. And can I just ask, have you got a cage for him? Oh, Sorry, a crate. crate. So he arrived and he was crate trained. Monty would just automatically, when he was tired, go and sit in the crate. So I've made him this big pen and I put the crate in it so he does sleep in there. But when I've had to take him to the vets, he really doesn't kick up. I do think that there is something to be said about this crate training. I think it's good for them. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I have a 13-year-old dog, um, Mouse, that people still think is a puppy. She's half Maltese, half lost out. So we didn't have a crate. And when we got her, we lived in this tiny, tiny, tiny one-bedroom flat. And the kitchen was, I'm, I'm not kidding, it was a cupboard. And we used to <laughs> shut her in there and she basically tunneled through the door. Like at night, she would just tunnel and tunnel and yell. Yeah. And, this, and I tried to be strong. I was quite brutal with my children. They're all good sleepers. With Mouse, we got to about 12 weeks and we were like, enough is enough. So she actually now sleeps on our bed. <gasps> 
Oh God, I can't believe it, Georgie. I mean, I I'm know. close. I'm nails with these things, but like, fuck, I got it so wrong with the dog. My mum has it to stay and she's like, oh darling, I just wish she didn't sleep on the bed. But yeah, once she, they're in, they're in. She's not in. She's on. Yeah. I think I just, there's a key uh, yeah. difference there. People have their dogs under the blankets. I'm not okay with that. Sorry, I'm just going to no. put that out there. Anyway, you're loving having a pup. Yeah, he's just perfect. The best thing I did was Ooh. getting him, but bloody hell, it's hard. I didn't it really is like. hard. <laughs> and it's a real tie. And I mean, I hmm. love my dog to bits, but, and I got my dog a couple of years before I had children. I think that was my husband's like cunning ruse to put me off having children for a couple of years but <laughs> it's a real tie like I would say to people listening like you need to have somebody around the corner locally who you can rely on if you're going Definitely. away or whatever um, I'm already dreading it and we can't even travel at the moment I think because we mm. spend quite a lot of time out in Montenegro I told you last time I was on the podcast but mm. there's um this Montenegrin Airlines is the flight that I get and thank god the dog is allowed to travel next to you it's like oh. a real rarity yeah it's really bizarre they don't have to be you know the dogs that help you it can just be your dog so hopefully when everything's back up and running I won't have to leave him too much but he's got to get bloody used to it you know this is not know. normal me being I with know. him day I know. you're going to be one of those carries him around to all your meetings anyway he's very yeah. sweet so you've got your pup for company and what are you doing to pass the time You've got a very lovely house, I have to say. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm really happy here. I do like it. Yeah, just a bit of a problem. I got an email yesterday about the dog and they were like, this is not part of your lease. So mm. might have to move out my lovely house. But anyway, Monty's worth what? it. What? Have you trained him? Yeah, he's really well trained. He's, you know, I wouldn't ever allow anything to happen to the house. But I just think at the moment with everything that's going on, is it really top of their priorities list to have a go at like a 25 year old who's got a puppy? And <laughs> if he's not pissing all over the carpet, then no, I mean, of course not. Get over it. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, anyway, what am I going to do part of the time? Shit, loads of telly. God, loads. I'm a bit more of a television person than movies. My tell me, tell me, tell obsession. me. What are you watching? Okay, you know I'm a bit of a weirdo. Like, I'm really into my current affairs and my <laughs> politics. I don't really watch anything that's that current. So I've been binging the thick of it. It's a political comedy about British government. But just because I, I love everything to do with that, I find it absolutely hilarious. It's just disaster after disaster PR-wise. It's brilliant. I love it. So um, it's fictional. And is it old? Yeah, it's kind of old. Yeah, it's not brand new. I think it was BBC. Where do you watch something that's old? UK TV, isn't that the channel? <laughs> I okay. think actually it's on Netflix. I think I watch it on Netflix. But yeah, I absolutely love that. What else? I started Downton Abbey again from the beginning. <laughs> Loved it. And then I watched a movie the night before last, which I actually found a bit disappointing. Have you seen it? Yeah. No. Do you know, I'm a bit over period dramas. Oh, I'm not. I, just, I love it. Julian yeah. Fellows is my main man. I really like Julian <laughs> Fellows. And I yeah. just got a bit. No, with Downton Abbey I feel like I've done period dramas and there's so many better more racy exciting things on Netflix personally so yeah it's um, interesting isn't it because I'm not that did you like the film no I think because I've been no. binging so much I just wasn't that blown away by it I was so bloody excited to watch it but still you know nice to see them again is it all the people that are in the series in the film yeah mostly yes I would say 90% of them which is great and the storyline's lovely the king and queen of England come to stay at Downton and it's all love to job. and Maggie Smith's in it right in it and at the end well there's a really really sad scene I actually did cry it was the one scene that I really connected with and she was saying Maggie Smith actually says that she's not very well so I don't know whether Julian Fellows is trying to tie things up if you know she she probably will come back she's the number one character really she is 
I mean, everything. I mean, she's just... that really random film where she lives as a bag lady in yes. a car. Lady oh, in the van. So good. Yes. Lady in the van. I saw it at the theatre about 15 years ago. And it's an Alan Bennett. I just thought it was brilliant. Place. I went to see it. And it was one of those things in the theatre where, you know, and you're laughing and you're so aware how much you're laughing. And, <laughs> and then you start to get jaw ache. I mean, it was the best thing I ever saw in the theatre. And she is just... Really? Is it still on, Georgie? No, this is a long time ago. Anyway, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's brilliant. <laughs> so, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey the movie. I'm also obsessed with, do you know that old TV chef? He's actually died now. He's called Keith Floyd. Do you know him? Yes. So he's like really eccentric, proper personality. They don't make them like that anymore. Like, you know, the TV chefs that we have at the moment, I just don't think they've got an ounce of his charisma or character. And he just does, I watch them on YouTube, but they're quite long. So you can do an hour of watching him. And it'll be like Keith Floyd on Hangovers. And he'll just be standing there with the biggest glass of red wine, talking about what to eat on a hangover. And I just love, love, love anything like that. Oh. Um, I've been watching Tell me now. what he... So i just done dry. Saturday night was my last drink until Thursday night. I was going to say, oh. mine was exactly the same. I did so well all week. I'm not a big drinker at home. And I've just recently, I've just thought, do you know what? I'm going to have to loosen up a bit. And it still feels a bit awkward for me opening a bottle of, I was drinking rosé last night. And I actually had a really good time. I had a little groove around the kitchen. Yeah, I think we've got to do it at the moment. But I'm a real, you know, the one thing that I'm looking forward to is sitting. I love going to Motcombs on Motcombs Street, just sitting outside with a glass of champagne. It's oh, just my heaven, thing. Heaven. Oh, I have like lots of people been getting into the habit of sort of every night Covered in tonics, wine at supper, and I was like, "What are we in week six, seven? I've lost count of yeah. lockdown." And I was like, "God, I, you know, I have been drinking too much." So, <laughs> what are your tips? Oh, what with Keith Floyd, it's always yeah. like, "Oh, have Welsh rabbit for breakfast, and then have the biggest lunch ever, and make sure you wash it all down." He starts on the bloody berries, and he progresses through the wines throughout the day. And the brilliant thing about it, and why I love it so much, is that there is no way it will be allowed to be broadcast now because. He he is hammered, sloshed. He cannot speak by the end of the day. And he's ordering around his cameraman. And it's just brilliant. So Keith Floyd, yeah, he just basically says drink and eat all the way through it, which is what I'm very good at. <laughs> and what about listening? Are you into podcasts? Yeah, into the radio? Time, obviously, sheer lux is my fave. Yeah. Um, it really is. You know it is. Oh, my fave for years so and years. Sweet. I love Radio 4. I listen to Radio 4 all day like an old woman. No, Obviously, love it, love it. I mean, it. it's the best. I'm beside myself. Jacob Rees-Mogg hasn't released a podcast since the end of March. He's got one called oh. The Mogcast. But another good one, it was really informative. It was like a big, deep investigation called The Assassination. And it was about, do you know Benazir oh, yes. Bhutto? I, that's yeah. brilliant brilliant and I loved it when they were interviewing people that were actually accused of murdering her like that is you it's know proper journalism it's yeah. so how they just they just killed her she knew she was going to be killed and she yeah. was killed and, and she was anyway if you're listening and you haven't Very listened good. it's a BBC series called The Assassination it's not massively long it's not like hours and hours and hours is it tough it's like sort no. of 20 minutes half really an hour really digestible yeah anyway Oh, it's it. really Love shocking. Like and also, what a, like, she just devoted her life. She left her children. And from such a prominent political family, it'd be really interesting yeah. to see whether any of her children go into politics. It's very cyclical like that in Pakistan, yeah. isn't it? Yes, exactly. Um, so she was born into this sort father, of Pakistani dynasty, yeah. wasn't she? Mm-hmm. And felt, you know, felt like she had a duty to serve her country. And yeah. knowing that it would lead to her death. I mean, it's 
So good. So good. What are you reading? Oh, gosh. So I've got my own little book club Mm. and I run it on Instagram every month. So last month we did Such a Fun Age by Keely Reid, which was really, really good. I absolutely loved it. And today I'm announcing our new one and it's called Pretending by an author called Holly Bourne. She normally writes stuff for young adults. I'm really, really excited to read it. So yeah, so that's a big one. And how does that work? So you've got, I mean, a gazillion followers. So you sort of say, right, this is the book we're going to read this month. And then in a month, we're going to come back and talk about it. And everyone comments. Yeah. Is that how it works? Yeah, that's exactly it. And then halfway through the month, I'll do, you know, a little IGTV saying, oh, this is what I'm loving. What do you think about these characters? And I just think it's a really lovely thing because there are so many people over the country that might want to have a little push to read more or really want to go to a book club, but they can't, they don't have the time, the location's a bit of a problem. So it's just, I've created a lovely little community on my Instagram but it's quite different and separate to what I normally do but it's my favorite thing that I do do and the messages I get from people you know saying I haven't read in years and you gave me this suggestion and I've absolutely loved it I just think it's really quite sweet so and I did a lovely giveaway last month because some people say to me oh you know I'm struggling for money at the moment so I got the publishers to send out 30 books to people and I'm doing it again next week so yeah I try to choose all female authors but yeah so it's a really lovely little thing so that my book club is going up today because it's the first of the month that sounds brilliant hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. What about exercise? I think people listening who follow you will want to know are you exercising are you mm-hmm. cooking what yes. does your sort of days look like in that regard so cooking wise I'm really bad but I try really hard so I made a really <laughs> epic chicken pie this week I made sushi last week which was a bit too ricey 
for me, not enough fish. Oh, did you, anyway, you rolled it? I rolled it, yeah. But I think I got the measurements wrong of the rice and the fish because it was just so stodgy. But oh. I was very proud of myself. I'm ordering oh, Papa John's like no tomorrow. I don't know why I've become obsessed with Papa John's. It's delicious. Do you think? Yes. Oh, I used to be a bit so. more of a Domino's girl. But yeah, so that's kind of my cooking food. I so, just So cooking by. is Papa John's and yeah. a bit of stodgy sushi. Yeah, that's exactly it. And then exercise, why, God, I'm really bad. I've done two workouts since we did lockdown. I found <laughs> this. Don't. I'm so bad, Georgie. And don't I, overdo uh, it. No, I just never do. I mean, I walk Monty, but even that's not that successful. But Are you yeah, naturally I found... slim? I mean, you must be. You must have good yeah. metabolism. Yeah, I, I am quite lucky. I mean, I can feel it just a bit recently, but I don't know. I'm just naturally not. I love it when I do the exercise. It's just getting me up and doing it. This way, I found this YouTube video and it's an hour long. These are the two exercises that I did. I did the same video twice. And it's, do you remember the call on me video where they're all in leotards and like oh, thrusting yes. their pelvises in the air? Yeah. Anyway, there is an hour-long DVD workout, and it was released in like 2004. I stumbled across it on YouTube. It's so classic, and I actually really enjoyed it. An so, hour though—that's long. Yeah, but it's like big warm-up, big warm-down. So the intense bit was like 20 it's minutes. It's kind of Jane Fonda and Leotard. I mean, you don't sweat much, do you? No, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm not very good with that, Georgie. You're so good with your exercise. Well, I'm a bit of an exercise obsessive. I kind of always have been. It's my thing. I'm a better person someone I've done some exercise and how are you treating yourself are you doing nice things are you having it well you said Papa John's is your go-to but like are there little treats that you're allowing yourselves like it's yeah. pretty gloomy right now isn't it, it like really there's got to be some treats hasn't to sort of get you through yeah I really agree with you I think the big one for me has just been a change of mindset because for the first like couple of weeks three weeks I was spending a lot of time looking on Instagram seeing how productive people were being and I was being so nasty to myself inside of my head like why are you not being so productive I've actually just laid off a little bit and I'm like it's okay to lounge around and not do anything in until midday you know you don't have to be this like the best version of yourself because what's going on is just so bizarre yeah, so yeah. that change of tactics has been a big one for me I yeah. have really upped my also you're never care. gonna have this moment ever ever again ever. so just let I don't know take the pressure off I think yeah I really agree with you the big one that I'm doing is my skincare just because I think maybe subconsciously I've been really stressed and my acne has flared up so much and I'm now taking half an hour in the morning and 20 minutes before I go to bed to really do a strict regime. And even if it's not helping yet, I just hope it will. Can we talk about your skin? Because last time I saw you, I thought your skin was looking amazing. And I know you've been quite vocal about the fact that you suffered from acne. But honestly, last time I saw you, there was not a blemish on your face. Your skin looks incredible. Why do you think it's flared up now? And what are you doing in that routine? I think people will be really interested to hear. What happens? What are you doing? So this is the really annoying thing for me. Because, of course, I've had a year of good skin, which for me is a really long period. And, of course, now that it's really bad again, I keep on comparing it to how good it's been. So Mm. when my skin flares up, I have to drink so much water, but I'm really naughty with my food. So I have to try and, in my head, balance out water, food, drink loads. I do see a difference. I would love to get to the bottom of why. I was lying in bed last night and I rolled over onto my pillow and 
my whole face was so sore with the contact of the pillow. And I just thought, oh, God, we're back to this again. But I think, you know, I am an ambassador for Dermalogica. And for me, you know, they are the only products that really work. And I think perhaps over the past, you know, beginning of lockdown, I was stressed. I was running around. I wasn't really looking after my face as much. So I think being regimented, drinking water, having skincare that works for you, I think is really, really important. But I'm really missing my, because I have a skin therapist at Duke of York Square, Dermalogica. And I go every six weeks. It's my one like beauty thing that I do for myself. And I obviously can't see her. And I wonder whether it's that. Maybe everything's a bit clogged Mm. up. Can we actually talk about Dermalogica? I mean, I know you said you're an ambassador. I actually think it is the most brilliant brand. And I'm not just saying that. You haven't said, by the way, I need to come and talk about Dermalogica. But it is a really amazing brand, isn't it? And I remember sort of 15 years ago, everyone was mad about Dermalogica and you can only get it on salons and blah, blah, blah. But it is, it's so good, isn't it? It really is. I mean, I've used Dermalogica for 10 years now. And I just saw a correlation between when I went back to Dermalogica that my skin would just get better. It doesn't mean that my spots completely go like I've had a flare-up now but I know that with my face they do work and I've just tried so many things that just you know can be too abrasive or and I just love the support that you have like going to see my skin therapist it really makes a difference for me I swear by them and I can just see that because I haven't been as good as I normally am that my skin's got bad again and I also Mm. love that even though you know I am an ambassador for them they really celebrate me even though my skin can be really terrible at times and I really love that about them as a company so they don't want me to be this poster girl with perfect skin because that's just not real they want me to say oh do you know what guys I've had a flare-up I'm gonna try something different or you know using Dermalogica alongside other products I think yeah I'm really I really completely obsessed with them I love the How I Built This Guy Raz podcast. Yes. And Jane Werwin, who is the founder of Dermalogica, is interviewed in the How I Built This podcast. So anyway, if you're at all interested in Dermalogica, I I would really recommend that people are listening to it. In terms of self-care, are there any other things that you're making sure that you do on a regular basis? So most mornings I get up. Yeah, love having a long bath. And then I am gone back to my heated rollers. You know, like, the 39.99 babyliss ones so i pop them in and i look like i've had a bit i look a bit step for wife but i really really love it and it makes me even though i'm not feeling that great at the moment i bounce around because my hair looks good so that's a big one so i go to errol douglas and have my hair done and um they have sent out a root breaker have you ever heard of them no so I actually didn't realise. So every every six weeks I go in there just to not have colour done. They do something to brighten my roots. Anyway, they are now packaging them up and they've sent one home to me. But I'm just so nervous about using it. But it's got to be done because they are savage. So sorry. I mean, what is this thing? It's come in like this package. I keep on looking at it. It looks really, really intense. So gloves, brushes, mixing things, but it's all pre-mixed. So you put it in, you know, like the colorist does, and you mix it up. And I assume you just paint it on your roots and it just lifts them without me going full on colour with my hair. Is it permanent? I think it's quite interesting. Yeah, I think so. But I, no, I don't think it's got any dye in it. I think it just lifts the root. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, excited to get going with that. I'm almost getting, I don't know about you, a bit anxious about getting the haircut appointment. When are they going to, when are they going to start taking bookings? I just because, don't know. I mean, and you it, know, it could be September at this rate. 
Yeah. At what point do we start hacking away at our own hair? I just think... Oh, uh, God, I've done my children. I've done my husband. I haven't done myself. Did your husband allow you to do it? Oh, With a lot of fuss. At one point, oh. I slammed the scissors down. I went, well, that's it. You're on your own. I'm not doing it anymore. And I was like, and you're not, I haven't done the other side, but tough shit. Anyway, he then got a grip and, and <laughs> let me finish off the other side. I actually did a bloody good job. Um, oh, but funny. I think men, you just sort of, you got a feather with men. Oh, feather. Have you been watching Fe- the YouTube videos? No. You no. just know that. I mean, yeah, I'm quite into that sort of stuff. <laughs> and so you're doing your root thing. Anything else you're doing from home on a sort of self-care grooming DIY? front no not really god i don't know what i'm doing all day i hope other people are feeling similar to me i reckon i just wander around aimlessly for a few hours a day i just find it so monotonous and so dull and why am i not getting out there do you know doing all the arts and crafts and the baking and all of that god there was a mum that i was emailing yesterday and i said i can't quite believe how many weeks we've been at this now she said I bought myself a painting set. I mean, she said, what the fuck? I mean, when did I actually think I'd have time for the painting set? <laughs> I think we've all had these grand plans. Of, yes. You know, polishing our silver. But actually, you know, we're going to come out the other side and go, fuck, I meant to do that, but I never did. Anyway, what are the things that you are missing the most? Obviously, your family. But yeah. other than that, because you know, we are all longing to see our families. But what are you missing? Just like daily life things. Are there things when you're like... I didn't think I'd miss that and I am the big one for me and this is going to sound terrible I just miss having a mooch around Zara I know that is so bad no. I find I just love having a little mooch and <laughs> I don't live that far away from Duke of York Square Zara so I had a little wonder ground and I walked past and it was just so sad but I just think it's those tiny little things that I'm really yeah, I'm really missing. And, mm. you know, just I love getting in my car and going for a little drive and going on an adventure. I just mm. think it's the smaller things, you mm. know. I must say, I actually feel more connected with my family for once. I mean, obviously, it's virtual, but normally I'm running around like I had this chicken and my mummy calls me or my granny calls me and I'm like, oh, I'm too, I'm t- too busy. I'll call you tomorrow. Da, 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 da. Whereas now I'm like gagging for a chat all day. Yeah, I second that, actually. That's true. So it's worked in a really weird way. And my friends and I are doing really, really fun stuff. Like my friend Archie does a quiz every Sunday. And, you know, this silly little things I thought... I I would loathe. I thought, oh, God, I would never be that person. Are really bringing me little bits of joy. You're loving a quiz. Loving a quiz. But I'm a proper know-all. Like, I think I know everything and I always come last. So I love a quiz. <laughs> the other big one, Until I really want to take up. my dog to a really fun big park and just let him run. Because yeah. he's never done that. Because doggies aren't allowed off the lead at the moment, apparently. Mm. No, um, they're not. They're not. Well, they're supposed yeah, to not be allowed off the lead. I do yeah. get a bit cross the dogs off the lead. Tell me, before lockdown, you launched a collaboration with Sheen. How has that gone? How did that come about? Yeah, so basically I found Sheen about a year ago and... I said to my mum, I was like, mum, you've got to go on this website. Everything's bloody cheap, but it actually looks quite nice. And I got in contact with the brand. And I was like, I really, really love your bits. Like, you can buy a really beautiful dress in there for $15.99. It is wow. so cheap. And I'm a real high street girl. I love mixing it with a lovely handbag. But because yeah. my wardrobe just evolves so quickly, I do love a bit of, you know, a few things that are quite affordable. So yeah. I got in contact with them. And 
I've really wanted to do a collection for so long because I think my style is like I'm not that trendy and I like wearing quite classic but girly fun stuff and I yeah. never found anyone you know like the misguided and the boohoos I could probably buy like one thing on there but there wasn't anything that really showed my identity anyway they were really up for doing a collaboration and the first collection was so different from what they normally do I was really surprised that they allowed me to do it I mean some of the dresses you know you could just wear to Ascot with a really pretty hat so you've designed a collection with them is that what's happened yeah so both of us together obviously I've never designed collections before so a lot of it was me doing Pinterest boards and then the designer being like oh this is really fashionable this season and I'm always like oh god okay I'm not sure whether that'll suit me let's take a bit of that and put it with what I love and it it just went so well and it sold really well I was so thrilled because I was a bit worried that their audience might not like the type of things that I love um but I've got my second collection coming out so it's meant to be in May but we pushed it back to August because obviously I would really love to shoot it properly. Yeah. So fingers crossed we'd be able to do You're that. amazing. That's fab. You're doing another one. It's obviously gone really yeah. well. Yeah. And I really, really loved it. So I'm really excited. We're just finalising everything now. Amazing. Good for you. I'm thrilled it's going well. Let's talk about beauty. What is your beauty routine at home? I mean, what's your beauty routine on a regular day? So regular day, just because my acne scarring hand is quite bad, I do wear quite a lot of makeup most days. So I start off, have you ever heard of this Clarins thing? It's like a paste that you push into scarring. I no, but I, I don't it. know the Clarins one, but I know Trini oh, does something so similar. Actually. Yes, I really need to try Trini's one. It's her Trini's Miracle Blur, I think that's what it's called. Blur. I really need to get my mitts on that. But do yeah, so you? I always, always start off with that just because it makes me feel so much more confident if they're a tiny bit blurred. And then beauty-wise, yeah, it's more my heated rollers because when I cut my hair, it was really, really terrible. I just cut it off in a nightclub at 3 a.m. and had like a mega meltdown. Yeah. I was like, right, the hair's going. Now, no time like the present. Get the scissors. We're doing it. And I didn't know how to handle short hair because it had gone from being so long to so short. So, yeah, my hair, hair bits, rollers and tongs. But what about foundation? Is there a foundation that you swear by or is this the Clarence one? Yeah, it's, I'm living, oh, what's it called? It's a Laura Mercier one at the moment. And I've gone for a really rosy tone. I've just found that it's covering up my acne a lot better. It's the okay. ones that used to be in the pots. Do you remember those? And now they put them in the tubes. Any other beauty products that you swear by? Yeah, so I always have really, really dry lips. So it's super cheap. It's like 3 99 It's called Eucerin Aquaphor. They look okay. quite medical and I use it on my eyebrows, my lips, my elbows, everything. It's like a little cheapy version of the eight hour cream. Um, ah. And it's so good. It's the only thing that moisturizes my lips. Absolutely love it. Fab. Yes. If there were three products in your makeup bag that you were like, these are my ride or die, what would they be? I think it would be the Benefit Hula Bronzer. Yes, good one. Yeah, I think it would be the Glossier Cheek Paint. And yes. it comes out and it's like super strong and it's really scary, but you need the Cloud paint, yeah, bit. it's so good, so good. Yeah, it's so good. And then I think it would have to be my Charlotte Tilbury mascara. I think it would have to, because I'd actually look all right with those. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think it would have to be good. Right, we have got to talk about your book. You've written a book. Can yes. I say, for people that don't know, you know, you got a serious brain on you. And I think oh, probably, probably a lot of people see you on Gogglebox, 
The Haunted. Are you and Stanley in frequent contact? Yeah, speaking to him loads. He's down as far on Exmoor having a really lovely time. Yeah, he's okay. good. We do the FaceTime, as he calls it. The FaceTime. You're the proper FaceTime. buddies, aren't you? You talked about him before, but you're like, mm. you're proper pals. Yeah, I wonder whether everyone thinks that it's just for show. Like, we're genuinely mates. I speak to him every other day. Um, really? I've never had... Yeah, I just don't see age as anything. All of my friends are quite a lot older than me. But, God, yeah, 55 years is quite a lot older than me. But... We we just have the same sense of humour and we just have fun together. I just adore him. That's amazing. Yeah. Love it. So you've been a busy lady, but you're not just a TV star is what I'm getting at here. You are a bright, bright, bright girl. You want to be a lawyer, is that right? Yeah, that was right. And then I got a bit distracted with television, but yes. Yeah, yeah, um, you got a bit distracted with being Chelsea and being in the jungle. But anyway, yes. you have written a book. I have. And oh, yeah. That's totally brilliant. Congratulations. Thank you so um, much. Will you, you tell us all about it? It is called Meet Me in London. What is it? It's fiction. And... Yeah, it's the first time I've ever written fiction. So it was a big one. For me to venture in, I have adored every second. I basically have wanted to do this for the past six, seven years. And obviously, I love doing my television. But for me, reading, writing is just my bread and butter. It's what I love. It's what I hope I'm good at. But fiction is bloody different to what I'm normally used to. Because I had a column in the Sunday Times style. And I was writing, you know, really satirical diary. And I can do all of that. But fiction is so different. So Mm. I had this idea. I wanted it to just be a really lovely kind of wholesome read, nothing too turbulent, something that you would just completely divulge into when you're on holiday and relaxing. So the storyline is, it's called Meet Me in London. It's about four girls and their friends. There's a big accident and it's about the rest of their lives. So Meet Me in London is the first book. I've got three more. So probably another reason why I'm a bit grateful for the time to carry on writing and I'm publishing it with and Mills and Boone. Oh. It's, yes, which is kind of fun and different. So it's a series. However, I really wanted to make sure that if you dip in at any point, it doesn't matter if you haven't read the previous one. So right. I think you would enjoy it more if you read them in order. This is chiclet, essentially. Definitely. And I'm so and, proud of it. Yeah. Oh, well, you should be. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's amazing. I mean, that's one thing, writing some autobiographies is how I made it. But it's another, like, writing a story what's the feedback being like so it's only available for pre-order at the moment but my publishers are really excited um, so it's coming out in october isn't it's it it's coming actually? out in october yeah, yeah so it's all about the pre-ordering at the moment and i've just finalized yesterday the cover which is lovely yeah they're thrilled and i basically was at this book launch and i stormed up to this lady who's standing there and i knew that she was head of harper collins and i just basically laid my heart on my sleeve and i was like please give me a chance and she said you know we will give you a chance after me hammering her for about a month and they came back and they said they really liked it so yeah it's really exciting god congratulations thank How, you i'm really interested to know when you mm. write a book do you sit down and just hammer it or do you do, a, no. do you do a couple of hours every day like what's the process so it was really different I think for other people just writing a book you would just sit down and do it for months and months and months I've never written fiction before so they paired me up with a really amazing lady called Louisa George and she basically helped me get everything out of my head onto paper and I'm quite the way that my brain works I'm not very good with writing things you know like typing them so I have so many sheets of paper full of these crazy ideas and just ways to structure my sentences. So without Louisa George, this book just wouldn't have happened because 
I wouldn't have been able to do it. However, moving forward, I think I've really found my confidence now. It's just a really interesting way of writing fiction that Mm. I think you have to get used to. But the support that I've had was just amazing. God, how exciting. How exciting. Can't wait to read it. I'm sure it's fab. And tell us, what are the plans have you got, God, I'm, I imagine there are plans that you've had that aren't happening now, but career-wise, yeah. what's in the pipeline? Yeah, so the big one, I really love my horse racing. I know I've spoken to you about it before. Yes. I really love it, and I just think it's such a lovely sport, you know, for everyone to try and enjoy. So I'm hoping that I will do a lot more stuff in racing. It's just a really difficult time because, obviously, you know, the oh, yeah. BHA British Horse Association are just debating whether they can do it behind closed doors, but... It, God, I fingers crossed know. all these things. Well, they're saying that football's yeah. going to be behind closed doors from June, aren't they? Yes. Wimbledon, I think, is not even going to happen. The thought of July evenings without Wimbledon in the background, is just, I'm just going to really miss it. But racing, yes. Gosh. I know. It's another one of those little things. And I do think everything's on hold, but... I just hope that I think this year for me is just about this book. I think, you know, it's very rare that I have this much time to dedicate to one thing and I've still got the other ones to keep on writing and getting through. So, yeah, the big ones for me this year, it's quite nice just to concentrate on a couple of things. Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, particularly when I left the jungle, I ran around and I was doing like a billion things at once and I wonder whether you actually can't do that. And Gogglebox, what does the future look like for Gogglebox? Well, I'm not sure. I do think Stan, my lovely sidekick, and I do need to have a little adventure show at some point. You know, we're quite good at Stover watching the telly. However, when we are rocking around the country or, you know, going on holiday, we do have such a laugh. So I think it would be a good TV format to explore. Um, yeah. But yeah, it could be something exciting will come along. It always does, you know. Yeah, well, we will be watching with interest Top, thank you so much. Oh, I loved what fun it. To chat so to lovely. you. Thank um, you for having me, Georgie. Thank you for joining us. Look after yourself and send me a copy of your book. I would love to read it. it sounds right I up will, my street. Thank you. That's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Uh, look after yourselves. Stay well, and we will be back soon. Bye bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.